left fielders. This is the Infielder Spotlight Podcast, powered by Left Field Investors. Our community is focused on networking and education to help people invest passively and think differently. Let's go. Welcome to the Infielder Spotlight episode, where one of our infielders share their story with host Chad Ackerman. Listen in to gain insights from our community on how to create financial freedom through passively investing in real assets that generate real cash flow. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Infielder Spotlight. I'm your host, Chad Ackerman, and with me today is infielder Brian Meyer. Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chad. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for coming on and sharing your story with us. We'd like to get started with just kind of the basics. Could you give us just a rundown of who you are, what do you do for a living, that kind of thing? Where do you live? Those kind of things. Yeah, so I live in Hilliard, Ohio, so right here local to Columbus. Um, I've been working for Owens Corning. So I've had a W-2 for ever since I got out of college. I've been there 11 years. Really have enjoyed my time there. I've had a chance to do a lot of different stuff with OC. Started in operations, then went supply chain, strategic sourcing. Now more in kind of commercial strategy, a lot to do with pricing. So that's the W-2 side. And then I got into real estate in 2018, on the more on the active side. So had been toying around with the idea for a while. I can't remember how long, but it was a while. And just happened to be on vacation with some really close friends of ours. And we got to talking one night and we kind of talked. We both had similar interests there, both thinking about the same thing. I don't know for how long, but uh, we ended up kind of putting an LLC together, getting the business together, bought our first unit in 2018. And then I think we bought like nine units over the next couple of years, but then kind of got to a point where Ben and I, my partner, both having W-2s, you know, got to a point where it's like, okay, this is getting a little bit on the high end of what the time we were allowed to spend on it. And when I say allowed, I mean, our wife said, okay, that's enough. You need to get some outside management, do some, do things a little differently. So we kind of pivoted then in 2020. That was single family units that you were talking about at that point in time, I'm guessing? Yeah. So they were a lot of uh, like duplexes. So a lot of small multifamily, I'd say a lot of small multifamily here in the Columbus area, or, or I would say greater Columbus area. So it was pretty regionalized, but now we have some property managers in place, pretty hands off. But even then, right, even if you have property managers, you still have to manage the manager. There's still time commitment there, but it was a great learning opportunity. And honestly, I don't know if I, would, I ever got into it had we not had that conversation, because that kind of gave me the confidence to get into it. And as soon as we bought the first one, I think we bought our next one like two months later. So it was kind of off the races after breaking the ice. There's something about taking that first action that just starts the ball rolling for sure. That was hard. Yeah. That was hard. Understandably. Yeah. So you start out with the single family, duplex, small multifamily. What transitioned you then over into the passive investing side? Talk to me about that part of your journey. Yeah. So on the passive side, so Jim was leading coin at that time, which was the Columbus meetup. So I was going to some of the coin meetings in Columbus and talking to a lot of folks in that space. And I can't remember, it was late 2019. Jim had mentioned one of the meetings around this more passive style. And that was right at the time where we were getting to the point of, these are probably becoming too much. Neither of us plans to leave their W-2 anytime soon. 
And it really clicked in that meeting of kind of hearing about these syndications, which at then I didn't know what the heck a syndication meant, that I knew that I wanted to talk to Jim more. And he kind of said, hey, if you're interested in this, contact me. And so I sat down with Jim and Steve, Steve Sue. Let's see, I think it was December of 19. And they were kind of talking about, hey, we've got maybe six, seven, eight folks interested in this. Would you like to be part of it? I was like, absolutely. We were set to get together in March and then COVID happened, which obviously was a really good thing for left field. And so then just started through the meetings and learning and learning a lot more. We got into a tribe with you, which helped. Again, I would say there's power in numbers. So that was kind of how I broke the ice getting into the passive side through our tribe. And then after doing that, it was kind of the same thing off the races. I pivoted back with Ben and kind of got him involved and really showed him a lot about what we were working on left field and kind of what you guys put together. I think our last five investments through our LLC with my partner have all been syndications. So you started with the tribe that got you into your first syndication. First five is what we ended up with. But since you've gotten into some individually or well partnered with Ben, but outside of tribe investing. Then. Yeah. So I'm in probably, I think I'm in three on my own. And then we've got, I think six now through our business, that LLC business. So like I said, the last five have all been passive. We've really kind of moved away from the active side and now really trying to diversify. Right. So that was the big selling point was, Hey, we've got all these units. They're all in Columbus, Ohio. And although we love the Columbus market and think a lot, we really like the outlook. We wanted to get some exposure to different regions. And so this allowed us to get some exposure down Southeast, Southwest, West Coast, a little bit more in the Midwest towards the Indiana, Iowa. So we've got investments now all over the country, whereas that wouldn't have not been possible because neither of us was really interested in trying to do long-term or long, I should say long range on the active side. Talk to me about the asset classes that you're involved in then, is that all multifamily or have you diversified some of the asset classes? Yep. Same thing. Yeah. We've diversified in the asset classes as well. So from a multifamily perspective, we've gotten into some, I'd say a class that probably built 2016, 2017 timeframe. We've gotten into a lot of B class and some C class, but then also we're in a self-storage deal. We're in a mobile home park deal. Actually, I'm in a couple of mobile home park deals, one with the tribe one with my partner and I. And then we've been looking at the ATM space because that's really a good space to kind of offset some of our active. Well, I should say it's not active. It's still passive income from our properties we own, but it's a great way we can offset some of that income and kind of watching with what's happening in terms of bonus depreciation here over the next few years. We're really trying to make a decision of, hey, do we go stockpile a little bit of that now before any laws change? So yeah, it's a great point. We really diversified, not just regionally, but asset class as well. Do you love coffee? Have you ever wanted to invest directly in the coffee industry? You can invest now in the number one largest coffee producer in the country of Colombia, the Green Coffee Company. Headquartered in the U.S., they are now Colombia's largest coffee producer and have opened their $100 million Series C funding round to accredited investors. The Green Coffee Company has over 7 million coffee trees and is on track for a 2026 sale or IPO projecting an 11x ROI for investors. Discounts are available for early funding, but there's limited capacity available. To invest, visit legacy-group.co and click the Current Offerings tab. That's the Current Offerings tab at legacy-group.co. Hi, this is Zach Hapenstall, CEO and co-founder of Rise48 Equity. 
At Rise 48, we've successfully purchased 38 different properties worth over $1.5 billion worth of real estate and gone full cycle and sold 11 different properties, drastically exceeding projections for our investors. If you're looking to invest with an experienced sponsor in either the Phoenix, Arizona, or Dallas, Texas markets, then we're the group for you. To learn more about investing with us, visit our website at rise48equity.com and set up a call with me. Thank you. One of the questions I like to start asking too is accreditation status. Are you accredited or are you not accredited as you're going through this process too? We're fortunate enough to be accredited, which gives, it, gives us a lot more options. So we are accredited, and but we're invested in deals that don't absolutely require it. We're in a mix of both. Yep. I like to ask, there's a lot of people that are non-accredited that are looking for other non-accredited so they can find those deals. So I appreciate you bringing up that you're finding those as well still too. But so along that journey then to get you through from the single family side into the syndication side and with the tribe, with doing your own, with the partnership, talk about some of the other resources that have helped you build your knowledge and your confidence to get involved in some of these things then. I mean, it really, if it wasn't for that, if had Jim not brought this up, I don't know how long it would have took for me to even find it at that coin meeting, right? Because I didn't know this existed. And I'd been investing in the real estate for a couple of years at that point. So really, it's been left field. That's been my main resource, right? Now that now left field has turned me on to some other things, right? I love Brian Burke's book, Hands-Off Investor. I'm actually going through that the second time right now because it's a pretty detailed, right? It's pretty deep in the weeds. It needs more than one read to really let it sink in. And as you evaluate sponsors and evaluate deals, but the biggest value is honestly the forums. I leverage those the most. And I, I wish I had more time to spend in there, but I, I do often spend time reading, especially if I'm thinking about a deal, more than likely there's already a forum on it, right? There's already people talking about it. And I get in there, read what's everybody thinking, maybe ask some questions about certain aspects of it uh, or what's the history with that sponsor been? Does anybody have any? But again, that's given me the confidence to pull the string or pull the trigger a lot quicker on some of these is, hey, I think this is good. I'm looking for some either affirmation or some watch outs. What should we be looking for that maybe I missed? So I think that's been the biggest value to me is the forums and left field, getting to see people kind of weigh in and people that are a lot more experienced than me in this space, right? Because I would say I'm still a, very much a rookie in the syndication space. Yeah, no, I think that's great advice because it way I have said it or we say it to the community a lot of times is, we think we have enough opinions and people in the community now or any other community you belong to. We think this is why there's value in joining a community is because maybe it isn't that you should not invest with somebody if, you, if the community hasn't heard from them, but it gives us pause anyway to say, hey, I don't know anybody that knows you. Let me follow you for a year and understand what, the way you run your business before I decide if I want to invest with you, share with me information so I can learn more about you. And then I can share that with my community as well. So I think that's great advice to go to those forums from the get-go, just to get a feel that these people you you have like-minded interest in, do they know, like, and trust this individual? And if not, it doesn't mean don't invest with them, but maybe it slows down the process anyway. Exactly. And I've got good examples of sponsors I'd never heard of, and we end up doing a deal with because of what I was reading on the forums and then set up that initial meeting. You know, we've got our screener tool, which is fantastic, right? There's so many good tools on there to use as you're 
setting up your introductory calls or whatever it may be. You know, I'm not plugging left field, but it, I mean, it really has been re- my one main resource. And then it's kind of helped me trickle into some other resources, right? Of, of different books and things to kind of increase the knowledge in that space. That's great. Well, no, we're glad you found value in it, at least if anything else, but they highly encourage people to look at these kind of communities just to help them. There's too many big decisions being made, big dollars being spent to trust yourself on your own a lot of times. So at least you're finding that. That's great. So you've got a few under your belt, some syndications you've gotten into, some passive via tribe, via partnership, via your own. Talk about some, you've kind of maybe mentioned some of this, but talk about some lessons learned or some advice that you would give to others as they're looking into the space or looking for their next or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I think, I mean, again, this has kind of been repetitive here, but what's helped me I spent probably at least two years like him and hawing about getting into real estate on the active side. And all it took was one conversation with somebody else. And it was kind of like, okay, it helped my confidence of, okay, I'm not crazy here. This could be a really good opportunity. And boy, if we're sitting here early October, everyone's watching what the stock market's doing. I'm, boy, am I happy we made that leap back in 2018. It started to really diversify with the total investment space. But it really, it takes, it's that first action. And you realize like, okay, this isn't crazy. And that really helps get the ball rolling. And so how do you figure out a way to take action? And for me, it's I need help from others. So whether I'm leveraging left field or it's a business partner or it's getting in a tribe, when I'm going with other like-minded folks, I feel a lot more confident to take action. And I know that's just me personally, but people out there that are kind of interested in this, they got to figure out, okay, what's going to help me take action? I would say, what must be true? right? To move forward and jot those three or four things down. But for me, it's okay. If I've got people I trust that are also evaluating sponsors, evaluating deals, I feel a lot better about putting money there. No, I think that's fair. I think that's great. That first action was definitely the hardest one for me. It got easier after that. Just, I learned so much from the first one I did gain so much confidence to do the next one. The second one's easier, made the third one that much easier as well. So it definitely snowballs as you get into it. Not that I'm by any means an expert either, but at least it's given me confidence on doing the next one each time that I've done it as well. So I think that's great to call out. Where are you headed from here? What's on the plate for you next with this space? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm looking forward to attending the meetup here later in October get a chance to meet a lot of the folks that I see on the forums all the time, tap into some of that expertise. I feel like I take a lot from left field. I hope there's something there that I can give back to the community, but I think it's going to be a great opportunity to do some networking and probably lead to some new sponsors because I'm still so new in this space, right? I'm still looking for new sponsors. I'm not looking to do multiple deals with the same, still want to kind of continue to grow that network and then get experience with each one and see, okay, where do we want to keep putting money into. So yeah, I mean, right now with where kind of interest rates are and where the Columbus market's at, I don't see us probably going a lot active. I think we're, we'll continue to grow passive. It really fits our business from a lifestyle perspective. And I think we still have a lot of diversification that we can accomplish through these syndications. Yeah, no, I think that's fair. I appreciate you bringing up the meetup. I'm looking forward to that get together face-to-face again. I attended the coin meeting that you're referencing that Jim spoke about. That honestly was the trigger, the switch that flipped for me as well. So it sounds like it impacted you the same as it impacted me that I met with Jim afterward also. And it really started me down this path. 
So I'm excited that we're getting back to those in-person meetings because it had such an impact on me, getting me involved in all this. So I'm hoping we can do that for others as well as we're heading down that that path again. But this was great. Yeah, I mean, I can't say thank you enough to you, Jim, Sean, Ryan, Steve. I know you guys have put a lot of work into this group and it's phenomenal about the membership now and kind of where it's gone compared to where we thought early 2020. It's pretty incredible. No, well, thank you. Thank you for being part of the community and your involvement and how you've helped with the tribe that we're in as well and in the community. So we look forward to what we can do in coming years too. So thank you for that. But I appreciate you coming on, Brian. Really enjoyed the story and hear more about the background with you as well and where you're headed. And I wish you luck on it. We really appreciate you coming on and sharing your information with us. Absolutely. Thanks, Chad. Absolutely. So, and thank you all for listening in to another episode of the Infielder Spotlight. We will see you next time in the spotlight. Since you are here listening to this podcast, there's a good chance you're investing with a group of people. Whether you're investing with family or friends or like-minded people in the left field investors community, group investing is a strategy that can get you into more deals, help you diversify, and go beyond what you can achieve by yourself. Before TribeVest came along, it was difficult to overcome all the hurdles associated with group investing. It was basically a strategy reserved for the wealthy. Not anymore. Now, TribeVest helps your group with everything from incorporation, collaboration, banking, and equity management tools all in a single place. So you can focus on building wealth with the people you know, like, and trust. I'm using TribeVest for all five, now six, of my investor tribes. It's a game changer. Check them out at tribebest.com. Hello, everyone. This is Steve Sue, one of the founders of Left Field Investors. I would like to sincerely thank you for being amazing supporters of our growing community. You all are at the forefront of the left field investing movement, where we take away the emphasis of paper investments on Wall Street by thinking differently and investing passively in real assets on Main Street. My wife, who wants to go back to having normal conversations at the dinner table, is thrilled and relieved that I've finally found other like-minded people who geek out about economic vacancy, reversion cap rates, and of course my favorite, IRR partitioning. Anyway, thank you again for traveling this journey with us, and please help us spread the word about left-field investors. Thanks for hanging out in the infield with us today. If you're interested in becoming an infielder, you can find us at leftfieldinvestors.com or you can send me an email directly at chad at leftfieldinvestors.com. Thank you for listening to the Passive Investing from Left Field podcast. If you enjoy the show, please go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and rate and review the show. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Nothing said on the show should be considered financial advice. Before making any decisions, consult a professional. This show is copyrighted by Passive Investing from Left Field and Left Field Investors. Written permissions must be granted before syndication or rebroadcasting.